0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good mid morning to wherever you are in the world. I hope that you're feeling near, dear, and queer to us today. Cause we've got quite a lot to run through. We are back in the Levi Studio after not being here for a good while actually, just due to Christmas and then yeah. illness and just general way to brighten the mood. Inability Straight to up. get our shit together. But I'm really grateful to be back. I love the vibe in this studio. I hope they keep us here forever.
1: Please don't get rid of us, Levi's. Please.
0: Please. Please. I love my jeans. We're your token dykes. (laughs) Um, They better not find anyone else. Yeah. No one else come for them. No. be very upset. Very upset. They don't want you anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) I don't want (laughs) myself. Talking about wanting things, though, I want to see gflip perform again me too because they were amazing they
1: were incredible like i was mesmerized stood in that audience yeah we
0: went with a group of friends and everyone was a little bit worried about freya because i <laughs> bought freya the tickets for our anniversary last year and i like we've we've we really like Flip, but like i didn't think that They're not like your absolute go-to artist, in all fairness, Freya. Like, we love them, but they've not been your go-to artist. So I was like, when I bought them, I was like, I know that she'll enjoy it because we enjoy live music anyway. Didn't know you'd enjoy it to such extent (laughs) to the point where we were just, like, stood on one of the balconies. So the concert place that we go to is called Coco. And it's almost like a theatre. So you have the, like, main floor at the bottom and then you have basically like theater boxes and um sorry i'm just watching freya really i'm getting really annoyed at the stand weirdly just like moving her stand around and it it's highly distracting drooping down that's why it's winding me up and it's got like loads of kind of like balconies that then swirl around so we were on one of the balconies and freya was just like one of those kids watching disney for the first time mm-hmm. like didn't move didn't interact we were no. with a group we were like dancing you obviously kind of like chat as well, to be like, oh my god, oh, that mate, was so no. good. I was getting oh, blah, so blah, annoyed. Blah. Freya was turning around, being that kid in class, going, yeah, I was like, Sh-. no, I turned around and just like, shut the fuck up. And then I turned around to you and said, shut the fuck up, because if I want to talk mid-song and acknowledge no. that they're really good, or a drumming riff that they just done was really good, then I'm going to do that. No. Okay? If you didn't like it, you could have gone and stood somewhere else. You could have gone down in the front line with the rest of them that would have been obsessively just gorging. But you didn't. You decided to stay up there with us. You have to put up the consequences of all of us acting out of control. I loved it so much. But they were incredible.
1: But I also, I just get mesmerized by music. You know what I'm like?
0: Yeah. and one thing that was also really nice, we did not expect to have so many of you... Oh, my God. ...come up to us and say, hey, which was really nice and we loved. Mm-hmm. And in future, if you see us and you question whether to come up to us or not, yes, I am a nasty piece of work, but I will put on a false presence to make Shut sure you're comfortable. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, we really liked it. I mean, I mainly I don't even really go up to people that I know. So no, I get it. Sometimes I just don't want to have small talk. Fair. Like if, I, if I've if i left the house and I don't have it in my head that I'm seeing or meeting or talking to specific people, I don't want to see or talk or see anyone. I mm-hmm. get really uncomfortable if I bump into people. Have you noticed this about me? Of course I have. If I bump into people, yeah. I fi- I don't know why, but I think because in my brain I haven't planned it out, I can't cope with it.
1: No, but let me tell you, I'm the
0: same. So I was... You handle it better than me.
1: I handle it better than you, just mainly because I've just got that face that everyone kind of warms to when I put on this big smile, but really deep down inside, I want to die. Like I... I, And it's not because I don't want to see them. I love to see them. But you
0: haven't planned out the But I'm also cautious that it
1: might look like I don't want them to be there, so then I overcompensate because I don't want them to feel awkward that they bumped into me and I'm like,
0: ugh. Yeah, I think that's why we then start both like oh going God, into the weirdest chatting. tangent. Pure yeah.
1: shit, mate. The shit that comes out of our mouth when we yeah. bump into someone. I don't, honestly, I fucking hate myself. So
0: weird. But it's I, actually really weird behaviour, I think. I know, but I told...
1: Better help, plug better help. I told my therapist yesterday that... By the way, I'm loving having a therapist. It is so good because I just love to talk as it is and to talk to someone who then will delve into everything that I've said. I'm like, wow, I didn't even think about that. I know this
0: is so inappropriate, but I would love to speak to your therapist. Fair. Without you. Well, maybe what you should do is a couple's therapy and then you could. No, because they have to keep it professional. As in, I want your therapist to come to me and be like... She'd
1: probably love to have a good old chat because I saw at the end of that call, (laughs) she looked like she wanted to fucking... (laughs) (laughs) I said, have I given you a headache? She was like, she laughed and she was like, no. I was like, oh God, I have. Um no but I said that I get really bad paralysis in the day if we've got something to do in the evening. So the fact that we've got an event to do tomorrow. The fact
0: that you went you managed to go through this, you managed to go through your family problems, you yes. managed to Did you talk about your school ph- phobia when you were Very young? Very briefly. I you haven't speak got about on to your the sexual meti- abuse yet. Okay, did you speak about your emetophobia? No not yet. Did you speak about your generalized anxiety? Yes. Did you speak about your um, illness fear? Yes. So you did actually bombard that poor...
1: Mate, I get the most of my money. (laughs) Yeah. That was like what happened to me when I was seeing that psychiatrist when I went a little bit loopy loo after that last breakup. I sat there, 300 pounds a session. So I riffed off so fucking quickly. I was like on three times speed. <laughs> he said, Wow, I really rate you for being so honest with me. I was like, yes, I can't afford not to be. I cannot afford not to be. Let's just keep going, shall fix me, we? And, fix and then me. I was like, What can you give me? What can you give me? Because he was a psychiatrist. I was like, What diazepam have you got? Yeah. Diazepam no, or all the pounds. We have
0: started our better help journey. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely. I'm so impressed. Not even just like the therapy itself, so beyond the therapy session mm. that we both had already really really positive experiences with. I mean, I did bombard mine a bit as well. I think I left I think I left her a bit speechless because yeah. me and you just fucking go balls to the walls, don't we? Uh, we
1: just Uh, Thank fuck we've got a podcast. Like nothing's off the table. Well, we can just chat shit. This is the thing. This is our problem.
0: Nothing's off the fucking table. Ask me anything. I can't. I probably won't be offended, and I will give you the truth. Yeah, we are a PR nightmare. Yeah, don't ever put us in an interview, because I will have myself either Mm cancelled one way or another, or on the news for exposing the deepest depths of my inside brain which will probably end me up in a fucking psych ward i'll
1: probably tell them that i'm bleeding that i've got bad endometriosis cramps you could tell them a lot worse than that my darling Um, um let me go back though to what i was saying is the paralysis i got onto this with the therapist i said look it's a paralysis that i get throughout the day i know that i've got an event tomorrow and this could be any event it doesn't matter i know that that event starts at 7 p.m so in my head i'm like right that starts at 7 p.m let me not do anything the whole day or like if somebody tries to make plans with me in that day it's not going to happen I'm going to have to move it yeah for me, because you like, can only
0: focus on that one thing I will be waiting all day
1: yeah I'm a bit like yet, that as well and yet I will still rush to get ready
0: yeah oh yeah you're always honestly this is getting worse though of yours and this is something that maybe we will have to go to couples therapy for is that your lateness is increasing Let and I'm worried what? it's because you're growing older and you're growing more into your mum and no offence to your mum mm. love her don't say that to me. Sorry, but it's true. No, it no, is true. No, let me
1: tell you what it is. It's the fact that I'm like way busier now, like in my brain. Freya,
0: I am. No, I am. No, I'm I not am. having it.
1: You're telling me that I'm not way busier now you in are my way brain busier, than I was a year ago. But you ago. could still. But <gasps> Don't tell me. On you're some days, my you are. Don't do it. Don't do it. To and me. Liv shaking Please her th- head th- as well, sat Liv, in the studio. You can fuck off. You can fuck it's off. It's the truth. I'm
0: not. It is. You are. Leave now. No, you leave. leave. now. You leave you if can. you can leave know on what time. No, I'm saying
1: whilst you can. Oh, if don't worry.
0: Don't worry. The exit plan's being drafted. Don't you fucking worry. Oh, my God. But it is increasing. I'm
1: not. I, I, I don't know what it is. I swear to God, I have ADHD. If I can get on medication for Yes, but Freya, what I'm saying ADHD, is that's fine. fine.
0: That's fine.
1: Things like this get worse this, with That
0: You've got worse over the last year. This is what I'm saying. So <gasps> your your ADHD symptoms have always been around. Your inability to leave the house on time now has gotten out of control. So it even is. if you had half an hour versus two and a half hours, you'd still be late. I don't this know what what's it weird. is. I don't, so don't know what's going This is why it's got on. nothing to yeah, do with I, your brain. I
1: couldn't even answer you. I couldn't answer you. I like, don't want you to answer me. It's really actually stressing Cause me out. I know out that there's nothing it. you
0: can offer me that will make me feel better about the fact that I know... I'm always going to be stood at that. Me and the dog literally stand <laughs> in the fucking doorway of the flat, looking at each other. Like Ziggy's looking at me, like I'm probably going to shit and piss myself any second now, and I'm looking at him, being like, "Mate, I'm probably going to shit and piss myself as well." And you're still fanny. Do you know what it is? Mm. It's the fanny arsing around. Mm. And this is again what your mum does because mm-hmm. it's. I look at you and I'm <laughs> like, right, she's not ready. But what is she doing right now? Like you're never visibly doing anything. So whilst I'm still laid in bed, yes, you get up earlier than me. And yes, it's really good that you will start to go around and tidy up and things. Although I always tidy up, finish the tidy up, do most of the hoovering and stuff when we get back after coffee before you start saying, I do X, (sighs) Y and Z. Yes. So that's great. But then I'll start to get up and you'll be getting ready the same time as me. And yet you're still late. I just can't, not late, You're just still not ready. I can't work it out. And then you still manage to leave the house looking like a fucking crackhead in the morning. (laughs) So it's not even like... <laughs> you're doing your makeup, your hair. Do
1: you know what?
0: <laughs> fucking hell, man. Is this therapy? <laughs> Shit. Me. I leave, leave the house looking like a crackhead as well. Leave it
1: for better help. Better for help. Better for you.
0: I need the... I leave the better place looking me. like a crackhead as well. But the difference between me and you is I get up seven minutes before I'm leaving the door. You get up 45 minutes before you're leaving the door. And we're still somehow on the same path.
1: Look, it is really fucking annoying.
0: But Yeah. <laughs> better help clearly there's multiple avenues that we need to be exploring
1: today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. we mentioned last episode that we are on our evolving therapy journey and we promise to keep you updated
0: We know you guys are always asking us how to accept yourself, whether it be with past issues or how to get through those horrendous lesbian breakups, or even accepting your LGBTQ plus identity. I've used my first BetterHelp session to discuss how my past has affected me and already found it so helpful to speak to someone that's completely removed from my day to day life.
1: BetterHelp can be navigated completely by an app. You can message, call and FaceTime your therapist so you can communicate in the best way that works for you. There are also group therapy sessions that focus on an array of topics which we've actually already signed up for.
0: BetterHelp, as Freya said, is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, which we've already found has been like so true to us. We've been able to fit it in. We get reminders. It's great. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. And they also link you with an LGBTQ plus therapist, which we think is really important.
1: Celebrate the progress you've already made and visit betterhelp.com slash LSC today to get 10% off your first month. That's com slash L-S-C.
0: Let's become the best evolved group of queers They've the ever seen. history has ever seen. Thank you, BetterHelp. We love you. Therapy's all about letting things go. It's all about moving on. It's all about accepting the past, accepting yourself in all of your forms. Mm-hmm. And talking of letting go, <laughs> we were having a really funny conversation the other day and I know every fucker listening to this podcast will be able to relate, is we all know that lesbians go on, if the date has gone well, four-day dates, right? And we also all know that when you first enter into a relationship or you're in the honeymoon phase, you bring over the best version of yourself. So that version will be... You're the happiest version of yourself, the most caring version of yourself. It'll also just be the least IBS, gassy, farty <laughs> version of yourself. So during your four-day thon Yeah. You're getting pumped. It's gonna...
1: <sighs> <laughs> <clears throat> you know when sometimes though you're getting penetrated quite hard, it can literally Everybody's pump. You stand up like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, especially if you've
0: been pumped from behind. (laughs) Can you not use the word pump? No, I was saying pump because I mean like they're pumping you. Yes, I know. But it's still an awful word. So that's either happening. I'm surprised I haven't gone floating some uh, (laughs) nights. sometimes happening during (laughs) sex is that it's going to creep up on you. Yeah. Or when the date (laughs) finally ends and you get in your (sighs) car, you and you start to relax. Oh. You then suffer the worst fucking stomach pain known to man
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it's trapped.
1: Do you know what? I know this is a universal thing. I
0: know it's a oh, as it well. is, for sure. straight
1: girls, everyone. And it's it's that moment What where, do gay men do? I mean-
0: it, it I'm going to have to get one on to ask. If,
1: if they're a bottom, I feel like it
0: probably just goes- <laughs> They I actually, Freya, I cannot look at you whilst you're doing these faces. I am actually so grateful that right now this podcast is not being recorded.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do look. I look quite corporate today, which wasn't really intentional. But I've got you this do. Shirt you look on. like you've just come from a business meeting. Fucking twat! I've actually got a change of clothes in the bag. I've got, no, think, it looks, You I've look got got tank, good. Top. But me and
0: you are on very different vibes. I've got on fucking desert I'm boots. Your really, vibe. really baggy. 2000 jeans and a white dyke vest top with a tight cardigan over the top and you're wearing heeled boots black trousers and a blue shirt like it's very well. you though i mean that outfit is just very on brand yeah but i do feel a little bit like corporate wanky wanky wank Anyway, yeah, but me and you just have quite different styles.
1: That's not true. Though. So I actually really like me you and were. you.
0: Our first date initially lasted just the one evening, didn't it? Because I had to go back to London. I think we were lucky because our first dates actually didn't go on for that long because we were both. well, it was I was twenty-four hours. Yeah, twenty four hours, but that's all right, especially when you're not eating. You don't eat that much. Two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but when you're on a first date and you're not eating that much and stuff, I do feel like it's more, it's easily more easily achieved. Our first date also wasn't twenty four hours. It was. No, it wasn't. I got to you about seven p.m. on the Friday or Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and I left the afternoon after,
1: like quite late afternoon, like evening time. Yeah.
0: No, I dark. didn't. Yeah, you did. It was dark because it was winter. I left about yeah. four.
1: All right, for the sake anyway, of twenty one. It was hours, about fine, no, I'm being was, facetious. You are being facetious. So I um yeah, but we did have that brunch and that and I did think, God, I'm not gonna have anything like too did spicy. Did we go to go go's? Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna have anything too spicy, nothing that's gonna fuck me up right here. i want to high right now. The D is fire. The V is fire. That's I said on her. So Gypsy yeah.
0: Rose reference for all of you that aren't <laughs> so following I, the clue.
1: Yeah. I was very worried about it.
0: Yeah, but you've got you the difference is you've got IBS and I don't I don't remember being that worried about it. Because as this, this is what I was saying. So our first day at twenty one hours, I think that's quite a bearable time to hold it in. To be fair, I don't really remember really struggling. No, and then the second day I met you in the evening as well, yeah. didn't I? We had pizza. We and went again, to ideas. Sebastian's, plugging Sebastian's in Windsor. We love it, by the way. If you live local or around London, Windsor, really good. Mm-hmm. So we went there, and then the next morning I had work. Didn't you drive me to work? That sounds like something in I would London. Do. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So again, very short turnaround. Yeah. So I think by the time we had quite long term exposure to each other I was more comfortable not to fart in front of you but to be relaxed so I wasn't tensing my stomach mm. to get yeah anyway I didn't want this podcast to be talking about things like that because full disclosure it's very <laughs> and they're very much not my fucking vibe after them trying to call me a non-lesbian because I apparently looked too fem for them when they met me so I don't want to be the farty lesbians but I do just want to know if it is a universal experience of the sheer pain of holding in your gas on the first few dates with your girl. Do you know what my worry was more of? Anxiety attacks what's again very on brand very for me so i get really but bad but controversially anxiety. it was me that had it was the you that had the anxiety attack, attack
1: which is great actually because it was something for me to not have to deal with on my own i because i get bad anxiety attacks i never want that with someone that i've just met and i don't want to put that on them either like i never want to be the one that's like <gasps> never like what's wrong with you and be like nothing you know it's just like that was a really really cautious thing for me to think about that's just not every day of our life though it's not every day it's 80% of the days well that's why I'm in
0: therapy (laughs) look I actually don't mind it like it it really doesn't bother me that much it's like it's part of sadly and it's not I'm not saying that in a horrible way it's part of who you are hopefully I hope for you it gets better over time I feel like it doesn't suit my personality though it doesn't it's not very on brand actually IBS is very on brand IBS is so on brand but like anxiety isn't on on brand for me but it doesn't bother me. It bothers me when I can't help you. So if you've got anxiety of a thing that I know that could be mm, fixed,
1: yeah. I, I don't mind it as much. I just find it weird because I've never met anyone in my life
0: with the type with anxiety like how you. With have. I haven't either. No, no,
1: and um, it feels very lonely because I feel like I'm just like going through the shit constantly, and no one else around me does either, and it just sucks.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's a very specific type of anxiety that you have, I think. It's very physical, my anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. So like So it- there's sometimes no rationale, which I know a lot of people listening to this podcast will say, well, that's how mine is. But again, genuinely from from being with you for five years and witnessing it, mm. it is very it's a very nuance. Yeah, I
1: just want to tell the people though that are listening, if you do suffer from any kind of anxiety, it doesn't matter whether it's like mine or whatever, we're all unique. You can still do and achieve and push yourself to do the things that you really, really want to do, regardless of how debilitating sometimes it may feel. And a lot of the time you'll feel that it makes you feel better for doing so. So
0: take that as a little bit of advice from Freya. We've gone real hectic today already. We were struggling today to think of an idea of what topic to discuss, depict. As we've said in the past, we usually just decide on the way here. We're usually quite good at being creative and being like, right, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. So I done the classic thing that people do when they struggle about stuff is I literally typed into Google lesbian topics. Hmm. And whilst it didn't give me a single lesbian topic to depict, what it did do was basically brought up, you know, when it's like top things people asked into google it's done that all lesbian related so we thought what we would do is run through the top questions that lesbians or questioning lesbians or bi girlies queer girlies and gays ask google and give our hot take on the answers to these hot topics that get asked so the first question is what to talk about with a lesbian Women's football is the first thing that comes into my brain. Strap. No, Freya, because you can't... Right, what we're saying is you've just met a lesbian in the coffee shop, on the street, bumped into each other. You somehow ended up in conversation.
1: Okay. And you're just
0: casually falling into casual conversation, Freya. Not the fucking strap. <laughs> or um, you're at, a, or you're on a first date. Picture that. Okay, uh, what do I talk about? But it's got to be lesbian specific. The L Word. I was going to say a lesbian show of some kind. Yep. So the L Word. All of the lesbian film shows. Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Women's football.
1: I think I'm the worst person to answer this. Travel. I'm not a quote unquote Travel. lesbian lesbian. Yes, you No, well, Actually, you're not actually. I'm not.
0: I'd plug the pod.
1: Actually, oh, that is what you could talk about. That is all we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we meet lesbians now, we just... Fre- do you know who Freya plugged the fucking podcast to the other day? Which I just sat there and thought, what is actually like wrong record. with you? Which I think, yeah, the guy that came up. Yeah. We <laughs> <So> were <laughs> having a drink and some guy came up to the table and was like, can I have a cigarette? By the way, everyone that replies to us whenever we have like a cigarette in a photo or a video, it was like, smoking, ick, sick face. I don't care.
1: I'm not smoking for you to find me attractive. Yeah. I'm smoking I don't to care if you you my fuck worries and or or my cares.
0: I enjoy it. We, don't, we actually don't smoke very often. We smoke socially. It's what yeah. I want to do. Get off my back. My mum don't even fucking give me shit in my DMs about this. So I certainly don't want any of you dykes doing so. Okay, moving on quickly. So this crackhead comes up to the table, asks for a cigarette, Freya had originally said no without realising. We had, like, basically a whole pack of cigarettes open on the table. So I was just like, I can't even be fucking bothered, mate. Have a cigarette. Take it. So he takes it and she offers him the Lesbian Supper Club lighter, which, by the way, is coming very, 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 very soon, along with some other really fucking exciting Lesbian Supper Club shit. Mm -hmm. big up Catherine pick up you fucking legend who's been helping us get our shit together so Freya hands in the Lesbian Supper Club lighter and he starts using it and she just goes it's my podcast no I went Lesbian Supper Club oh yeah it's obviously the engraving is like not minimal but to a crackhead who's just trying to light a cigarette he ain't looking at it right well
1: The least he could do after taking one of our cigarettes in this cost of living crisis is to go onto Spotify and listen to the Lesbian Supper Club podcast and rate it five stars. Is that that's not asking too much? Also, can I just say that I heard these two girls. Sorry, I don't want to make
0: assumptions, but I don't want a middle-aged straight man who's a crackhead.
1: I completely agree. I am taking the piss. Secondly, to that, apparently cigarettes are going up to like eighteen pounds a packet by April. Fuck. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck
0: uh-huh so topics mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like sidetracking again is the theme of today talk about the podcast talk about podcasts mm. um talk about i think talk about like your
1: coming out trauma dump what i think is really important is to know what stage they are in their coming out have they come out yet to people are they comfortable with coming out i
0: know that might be a bit too intense for a first meet really yeah freya I feel like I'd want to know You're out of that. control today. I'm
1: not being funny. I feel like I'd want to know that on the first date because I wouldn't go to the second date if they weren't out. You'd want to know if they were out. I don't yeah. think we can... You,
0: you'd want to go into the depths of it, You don't have right? to go into the depths, but you can be like, oh, God, yeah, my mum was fucking awful. Yeah, same. Oh, like this is a good that. one. Who pays on a lesbian first date? Whoever invited you. So I think whoever initiates the date or split. If the other person insists on splitting, you should split. Mm-hmm. But if you are the one that initiated and invited, yes, it's whoever initiates pays. And it's
1: whoever, no, it not only initiates, but it's whoever chose the bar or pub or wherever yeah. you are. Yeah, how
0: to ask a lesbian on a date. See, this is where I just ask. Yeah, I think, it'd just be straight up. I just can't be bothered with the fucking pussyfooting around just you, ask just say I also, you free for a
1: drink next week like,
0: again we've spoken about this briefly before but like the way that society is now and the way that lesbians act now when it's trying to be this like fuckboy energy oh. of like asking and not asking and i find it so fucking cringe
1: i think it's just really nice to be upfront. i think it's really nice to just be like respectful
0: honest mature yeah. direct mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. And I then think if they
1: say no, they say no. I mean, that, you have That's just anything. the most
0: attractive thing to me is that if me and you ever broke up and I mm. found myself single and someone tried to, like, give it the cheek, mm. initially chatting or, like, play games. Well, being I that, would, are we are going to go for a drink then?
1: Oh. I'd be like, oh, fuck off. No, we're not yeah. now. Well,
0: when am I seeing you then? Yeah, that. No. Just be like, me and you are not compatible. Get away from me. Just message me and be like, hey, I'd really love to take you out for a drink, get to know you better. Or, hey what's your favourite bar in London? Can we grab a drink? Like, yes, things like that. I would really, even if, do you know what? Even if I wasn't massively into the person, if they asked me in the right way, it would interest Mm. me to go. Mm -hmm. Because I'd be like, oh, you've really, like, attracted me in the way that you've asked this. Yeah, because
1: I've noticed that a lot of them now have tried to get really cocky. To try and seem, like, attractive. And it is so unattractive when people are really cocky. Because there is a difference, people. They act like men. Yeah. There is a difference between being cocky and being
0: confident. Yes. You don't want to be cocky. Yes. But you
1: do want to be confident enough to be like, hey, I'd love to take you out.
0: Yeah. Agreed. So one of the questions on here is, how can I tell a girl I want to have sex with her as a lesbian? And this is... so I was going to jump then and say, well, take the same... No, don't take the same approach as you would of asking them on a date, which is basically just looking them square in the eye and saying, I want to have sex with you. However, there are circumstances where that would work. Mm-hmm. But I would say it more like, not, I want to have sex with you. It mm-hmm. would be more like, I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. But it would, I would have to be very, very confident that the, the sign someone wanted all to there. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So with this one, you have to be very assured that they're definitely on the same wavelength. The, the date's going incredibly well. What? What's the best way, Freya?
1: Yeah. So what I would do in a situation like that, now you do have to be confident for this to happen. I'm actually really scared about what you're going to say. <laughs> say the date is going really well and you're both starting to make out by this point because, like, you're hot, she's hot. It's great.
0: You're there making out. Can I just disclaimer really quickly? If anyone's listened to episode three of this podcast, where I go into detail how Freya approached me within seconds on our first date, (laughs) do not take this advice as verbatim. Please carry on, my love. The listener,
1: which is you, is the one on the date with me. So we're making out, me and you. Scarlett's looking at me like she wants to
0: kill me, but it's fine. I was looking at you, trying to make sense of what the fuck you were saying then.
1: Put yourself in the date's shoes. So the listener is now the datey. Okay. Okay. We're on an amazing date. We're making out.
0: Why have you put on your sex voice when no, you're No, because like, I'm
1: doing the joke. I'm, laugh- I'm laughing. <laughs> We're making out. <laughs> We're making out. And I whisper in your ear. Okay. <laughs> but it has to be like mid make out. And then you go for the ear. See, now... And then you go... <laughs>
0: I can see in principle really that would you. work. But sat here now, picturing it and watching you reenact this. I'm doing this. I'm holding the stand making, for my dear life. It's making I me go, crawl. And I go,
1: I, oh, I want to fuck you, please. <laughs> fuck me. I'm on a high right now. Can't nobody put me down. Uh-huh. Finger me? Um, I literally, clearly now yeah, you Just should be go, taking advice from us. No, I would literally our just first go, date was. I would just be horrifically.
0: Like, I want to fuck fabulous. you. I would
1: just say I want to fuck you.
0: But as you've got to know, the vibe is right.
1: Yeah, but if you're making out hot and heavy, if
0: not, wait until the end of the date. See, wait for the kiss to happen. See how passionate the kiss is. Then be like, do you want to come back to mine? Mm. Or see if they offer you, or
1: or do what you did, where you went ten out of ten would fuck in my DM.
0: Yeah, but. That no, that was not that was good form, but I didn't actually mean at that time I would just jump straight into bed with you. It's just it was just kind of like a euthanism. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, because we went on to talk for a long time after that. Mm -hmm. Or you keep your vagina relatively dry, wait until date two. And don't go in on the first date for a shag, which I know no one's going to listen no. to. Everyone's going. This is the Boy. thing with lesbians that I really find hilarious versus straight people, is that straight people, nine times out of ten, they'll either go home together or they'll wait for a second or third date, right? There's like a thing in like the straight world where it's like, don't fuck on the first date, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Lesbians are either walking out on the date never speaking them, getting through the first date and never speaking to them again or fucking on the first date. There's, there's no, no waiting. There's no chivalry.
1: Also, though... We're all out of control. I uh, Men are dangerous. So I think that's why. Well, statistically, yeah. Yeah. Men are... Straight women men have to be are, a lot more careful. Men are women's natural predators. So... If they're going on a date, they're sharing their fine friends with all their friends. Yeah. They've stalked them to the high heavens. They're wondering whether they're a serial killer Sad, or yeah. a rapist. Sad. So they probably won't want to shag on the first date talking for fear of them. Talking of men. Don't, talking of men. I can't talk about
0: this. Yeah, you can. We're talking No, about don't. Men. Petition. It's vile. For anyone in London with the resources, money. And do you know what? I don't care if you have never fucking set foot in a gym in your whole life. If you've got the cash set up a woman-only and non-binary gym. Yes. I- Please. I can't do this, I can't do it any longer. I I have decided I hate, and I know that we're all, actually I know that we're all about like, equal rights and all that stuff, I'm all about that. Do you know what sometimes I don't want my equal rights? Sometimes (laughs) I wanna be in my own gym. The girlies are saying this on TikTok now, Thinking about Rishi drafting the women for war because we've all fought for Put equal Put me back rights. in the kitchen. I don't care. Yeah, like everyone's saying it. There's some things. Do you know what? I do want the best of both worlds. Yeah, and I don't want to share a fucking gym with a man. I at the same time sick. we've got our periods, so I am sick to death mm-hmm. of paying. So my gyms, been, our gym's been pissing me off recently anyway because we we it's fucking expensive because of where we live and there's literally no other choice. Yeah, we, we pay hundred pounds a month on this an fucking extortionate gym. amount of fucking money on a gym which I hate anyway. Walk into the gym yesterday, it fucking stinks of BO. And I'm sorry, but women's BO and men's BO is very fucking different, and it was men's BO. The whole gym fucking stinks of BO because men go in there have no fucking basic hygiene rules and therefore stink the place out. They take over the whole weightlifting section which pisses me off because controversially, although it shouldn't be controversial, I don't want to go and fucking do some ab routine on a Pilates mat. I want to sit on a bench. With the weights. With my weights. Mm -hmm. And they fucking take over the whole weight section Mm -hmm. of the gym. There's never any women over there because they just fucking dominate, which pisses me off. And they love to stare as well. And they love to stare. And also, they're just disgusting. They are lechy. It's not all men in the gym. I shouldn't even have to say this. Yes, of course, we know it's not all fucking men, but it is most of you pisses me off and can anyone else relate oh my god it's actually making me angry you could be so my gym routine i always go in do like 20 minutes on a bike and then i i will go and do like two muscle groups right that's that's my gym routine that's what i like to do yesterday for example there is about 8 bikes in our gym and they were all free literally every single fucking one and i go onto the very end bike because I was trying to get away from the fucking BO smell that, that was oh. emanating the whole of the gym. Oh. I couldn't escape it. So in the end, I just had to accept my fate. After three minutes maximum of sitting down, I looked to my left. There's a fucking old man <sighs> next to me. Why go next to me when there's so many other bikes? Like, Why? Like, I... if. Get your sweaty butt crack away from me. Just get the fuck away from me. Also, why do you want to be next to another person if you don't have to be? Like, even if I walked into the gym and I saw a really fucking hot girl on a bike... I still wouldn't sit next to her. Still wouldn't go next to her. No,
1: no, because we're not fucking I'd still leave at least one bike in
0: between if there was a whole row of free bikes. Because no matter how hot she is... I wanna be on my in my own fucking space as much yeah. as possible. Not only that, the dirty bastard, mm. after fucking insisting on sitting next to me whilst I'm trying to work out, I shit you not girls, for the whole fucking 20 minutes I was on this bike, was picking his nose, to a point where I would literally look at him and then he'd pretend that he was scratching his face, mm-hmm. and then I'd look away, and I could see him picking his nose out the corner of my eye, and it's actually made me wanna cancel my gym membership because there is always someone we go to a, like a really yeah, nice gym, a gym that like advertises themselves like is like a good prestigious.
1: gym. Prestigious. fuck it, off, fuck there off. There are
0: always people. Literally, didn't a man like fucking snot gobble on don't the floor once? Don't talk about yeah. that.
1: I can't be talking. It's about out of it. it's out of control. Really so, petition
0: for funding women only, for non-binary. a women only yeah. non-binary gym because I can't do this any longer. I actually can't. First world problems. I can't. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry.
1: And I don't blame you. You know. I've realised that I'm so gay that I'm practically allergic to men. The smell of men's bo
0: Awful. makes my
1: stomach turn. But you
0: know how straight girls are like, oh, I love but the you smell. But you know sweat. how also <sighs> straight like or like girls love the scent of like man smell. Not even no. bo, but like yeah, man's man smell, smell when it's mixed with their cologne. Mm, I hate. I hate. <laughs> it does I nothing detest. for me. I detest <laughs> it. I hate it so much. Like it's I wear. A pretty masculine perfume, mm-hmm. but I know I'd hate it on a man.
1: I'm also like allergic to semen, so that's another thing.
0: That's so funny, the oh, fact no. that your vagina literally rejects semen. My vagina was like...
1: <gasps> and I was like, I know, same. And she was looking at me, like up at me, like... <gasps>
0: you know what I mean? Freya. <laughs> the voices that you've... like the, the sound effects you've come out with on this podcast today... <laughs> Uh, like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Do you know want to go either. into voice effects or something? Yeah. You sound like that. Well, I've
1: started doing impressions of literally everyone. So, homie, me. I hate this. Oh me. But yeah, if any of you guys want to know any of my voice effects that I've been up to recently, just give me a call and I'll call you and I'll do a few down the phone for you and then I'll just hang up awkwardly. What were you saying, Scarlett? Is there any more on that list?
0: We'll do one more But I think we've been so hectic today. So What's hectic. wrong with us? I think obviously apologies in advance. No one don't makes you give regress? Us, yeah. Don't give us a bad fucking review for today's podcast. No, please. Please. I actually still feel like we've been fucking legendary. No, we're just ping-ponging
1: this episode, okay? It's
0: less structured than usual. We're just
1: unmedicated queens, okay? <laughs>
0: Well, I've been not taking my citalopram out of nowhere for weeks now, I think, and you've started giving it to me again, and I was thinking, I think I've got through the hump of not being on it, so I wasn't going to take it, but then I couldn't be bothered to have the discussion slash argument with you last oh, night about okay. not taking it. Oh, okay, I think that's it. why
1: my head's gone a little bit funny over there, because I'm back to taking it again, and I have gone a little bit... I'm pretty sure lally. to our
0: listeners, every single fucking time we <sighs> do this podcast, we say we've not been taking it, which is what I mean about us, like... Just giving up the fact of just not fucking just taking whatever. it. Just We need our so mommies. We can't, I'm just extending the parking. Just to add to the chaos. Just to add to the chaos, girlies. I've got to extend the parking before we get another ticket. And every time, I've got so much trauma from us not paying our fucking parking fines because we're so fucking hectic, we lose them, forget that they even exist. I have literal PTSD now that every time our fucking doorbell goes early in the morning, pay, I think it's it the away. bailiff coming <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the bailiff coming we, who have fucking towed our car because we are so irresponsible that a £35 fucking parking fine turns into a £1,000, which is why we can't afford to progress this podcast.
1: I fucking hate us.
0: Uh, yeah, it's bad that we're both like it as well.
1: We need one person in the relationship that wasn't Liv. like this.
0: We've got Liv now. <laughs> Liv's in the relationship.
1: Thank you, Lev. Liv. Love you, baby.
0: And we've ran out of time today. We have, yeah, because for we a have story. just been so, so sorry.
1: Do you know what? This is our horror well, story. Well, we got
0: to the studio lakes. we're fucking ourselves We couldn't find the mics because we're mm-hmm. fucking ourselves mm-hmm. We didn't set out a structure properly today because we're fucking ourselves Yes. Freya's had chronic anxiety all day, which has thrown her off. Yes. I've now tried to overcompensate because you've had chronic anxiety, which has thrown me fine. off. Darling, don't say you've been fine because you haven't been. Yes, silence is deafening. But we love you and we'll see you next week and we'll come back with more refined shit. But some of you love the really fucking I mean, toxic. let
1: this just kind of almost calm you down with how chaotic it is.
0: Yeah. You and know. a lot of you are nurses that have to drive home after your long shifts. And I hope this keeps you awake. Yeah. Because we sound like we've Do you know I've crapped it? What? We had a fucking coffee on the way here, which we don't usually do. Uh, oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That's we usually why only we've have one coffee spiked. a day fucking yeah. spiked yeah.
1: up blood sugar going. is that really shy girl going. and buns at
0: home she's just fucking spiking us now probably with a bit of ecstasy I think she hates me and I don't blame her fair enough
1: right we love you guys love you and we'll speak to you next week see you next week bye now. the V is fire Bye-bye.